everybody. This is the Two Black Eyes podcast. We have three-fourths of the group today. I'm Neil, your host. We have with us Jose and Shelly. Hey, uh, hey, hey. Hey. Uh, it didn't switch to Jose's face, so on YouTube, you didn't get to see it. You just want to look in the corner. It's, oh, the, other, it's the guy with the, Oh, there he is. He popped up. Uh, we are an improvised comedy podcast where we talk about a movie and all of the funny, weird stuff we notice about it. They're not necessarily bad movies. As a matter of fact, we've picked some movies that I love quite a bit. And today's is no exception. Even though I haven't watched it in a while. So, uh, we talk about it and we improvise comedy scenes based on some of the stuff we notice. So, I would do a impromptu ad for a company that's not paying us. But I won't. If you want my ad time, you better pay us for it. You're not going to pay us for it. Um, today's, today's movie. Mrs. Doubtfire. The most shown movie on television. I thought it was Shawshank Redemption, but I think that's number two. Apparently, Mrs. Doubtfire. Most shown movie on television. Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. Apparently, very similar. Uh, I read an article very similar to Shawshank Redemption, though. It is known as a bumper movie where if someone's trying to get like a package of rights for shows or syndication or movies and they're trying to cut a deal between the content provider and the network, if they reach sort of an impasse of like, we can't do it, we need more, they'll throw in, they'll be like, all right, we'll give you Doubtfire. And people are like, done. Same thing with Shawshank. They'll be like, we'll throw in Shawshank. And they're like, done. Because every time Shawshank Redemption's on, I fucking watch it. It doesn't matter. If it's on and I flip through, I'll be like, eh, Shawshank Redemption. I'll just watch it a thousand times. Apparently, Mrs. Doubtfire, even more watchable. Because it's it's the main bumper now. Wow. Well, it's got a it's got a bit of everything, right? It's got your drama, it's got your comedy, got your cross-dressing, <laughs> everything the body needs. Yep. And these days, it's got to be even more popular with the whole bathroom law thing. That all throws in the... That's all in there. Okay, there's so... A, there's a lot to unpack in this movie. There okay. is. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and describe the premise for all the uninitiated? All right, yeah. So this was my choice. Uh, we, we have the person who picks the movie. Every week, we rotate uh, who picks what. And uh, so I picked Mrs. Doubtfire because, number one, it's well-known. And number two... Thinking back on it, it has a very weird premise that no one seemed to think about in the 90s. They thought it was totally normal. So a husband and wife, Robin Williams is uh, the husband, and he's kind of like a free spirit and you know, doesn't have a job, and Sally Fields is the wife, and she's like, heart, she's like a des- interior design person. Uh, she like works long hours. And he's kind of like the party guy, and he makes her be the bad guy of, like, whatever. So a whole thing happens with a birthday party, and we'll talk about this a little more later. Because, like, it, yeah, it was like a real 180 from hats backward dancing to jump on the dining room table to we're getting a divorce while the kids are listening on the stairs. 
real it's real fucked up like i was like i did not realize as a kid when i saw this that this was like the most sad depressing concept in a movie so they get divorced or they're getting divorced he doesn't have a job and he doesn't have an apartment that's like awesome we can talk about that whole thing also that so like he doesn't get custody he has 90 days to uh get his shit together uh to get joint custody until then sally fields gets sole custody and she's like i need to hire a house uh like a, a house cleaner maid i gotta get some help a He's tony like, danza if you will yeah she needed a tony danza and Robin Williams is like, why don't why don't the kids just come here? I literally will pick them up at three o'clock from school until seven o'clock at night, and then like it's fine. Our housekeeper is how she says it, which I it's more of a Mary Poppins that she's looked for. Uh, then she's some reason a real dick about it, and it's like, no, I need this housekeeper. You can't watch your children for four hours a day even though you literally have taken care of, like the one of them is like 16, I don't know. So he's like, no, so his whole plan then is to dress up like a lady who's a 60-year-old Scottish nanny and take care of the kids because that's the only way he can hang out with his kids. Hijinks ensue, there's attempted murders, there's some very weirdly athletic moments for a 60-year-old and some very questionable social topics in there these days. Back then, apparently, it was super cool, and now everyone's real touchy about it. And, uh, and then I guess, you know, everything you know, kind of works out. Spoiler alert, I guess. Um, so that's kind of the premise is Robin Williams cross-dressing as a 60-year-old woman to see his kids. And then funny stuff happens, I guess. Along with tragically sad things. That, that, that's, that's, that's an out of but... uh, So, I guess maybe here I can just go into my whole rant about how I, how I came to the, see this movie. Uh, this wait, first, really... all, wait, first, had you seen this before? Yeah, yeah, I had seen it a, a lot of times, actually. Uh, definitely uh, saw it with uh, my brothers. And it was a sort of thing where it was released in, like, what, 93, 94, or something like that. I was still in elementary school. I was still getting used to the U.S. and whatnot and english things like oh, that oh wow that's right that's like right as soon as you got here yeah it's like as i got to the airport somebody handed me a vhs tape of mrs Doubtfire, and uh you said this is a prerequisite to get into the company <laughs> like, welcome to the u.s <laughs> works and you're like what country did i come to i was like what streets are in diagonal yeah uh, People watch shows where people just fondle dinosaur dolls. That this this doesn't make any sense. So weird. Uh, I guess the I thought that um, I definitely got a lot more things from this latest viewing than I did when I was a kid. I, I probably 
haven't seen this for about 15 years at this point or something like that. And um, I specifically remember it was a very, uh, I thought it was an interesting thing that I experienced when I was watching this movie. Uh, now let me finish that statement. It, it, it was a sort of thing where I, I've seen movies up until that point and I've seen pretty graphic movies, pretty outlandish movies, alternative movies uh, for a 10-year-old kid. And the thing that was always unsettling to me was that, well, well spoilers for Mrs. Dobfire, they don't actually get back together. And I guess in my young mind, the cross-dressing was fine and it was a solid plan. But just the idea that the mom and the dad didn't get back together, it just like infuriated me for the longest time, which is probably why I just, you know, forgot this movie for the longest time. You blocked uh, it from your memory. It was so traumatic. Yeah, yeah. It, it was... Happy ending. This is America. <laughs> but, you know, it's... um. It's it's interesting. Um, like I said, it, it it did certainly feel a little more different. I think I've come to accept more, you know, progressive, more normal ideas these days. I I thought the one thing, uh, if I'm jumping the gun here towards the end, is you know, they uh, Robin Bill Williams as Mrs. Doubtfire gives his speech during uh, the closing of his show. He's naming all these types of families and how they're acceptable. Uh, my wife and I were watching it, and we were both like wait a second, at no point did he ever name a family with like two dads or two moms, which is, you know, pretty, it's like the second family type that you would name after like a standard <laughs> mom and dad family. So, you know, it, it was, it was interesting in that way. It was, it was fun. Uh, I definitely. It's really weird because there's a whole, there's, the, oh, wow, that's, which is very weird because you, I didn't think about that. But, like, his brother's gay. Yeah, and that's the first time I realized that, actually. Right? <laughs> like, which I didn't really, like, as a kid. Right, okay, we'll, we're, we're going to get all this. Shelly, what did you think of it? You, I'm guessing you've seen it before or not? I think I was, and even this time, still confused as to why Miranda wants to divorce Daniel. Like, I get <laughs> wow, you're arguing with the base premise of this movie. Wow, okay. Well, yeah, because I, I'm like, this guy loves his kids. Like, he's not a deadbeat father. Like, he's messy, and maybe he's not. Here's a guy who, like, really goes out of way for his kids, and he loves his kids and wants to spend time with his kids. And, and yeah, the house is a mess or whatever, but I'm like, the kids are happy with them. Like, yeah. He could be doing a lot worse. Like, they're not on a street corner. She knows what, I mean, I get there's animals in your house. And I know that's got to be, I mean, I've never experienced that. And I Which I had a whole problem with like, that on, the, on top of the whole thing where the neighbor calls and they're like, city, the city comes by and says, like, you're not allowed to have animals in a residential area. It's like, they don't fucking live there. It's a mobile petting zoo. You licensed it to operate in San Francisco, you dipshit. That's not their problem. It's a mobile petting zoo. They don't live there. I was yeah. about that whole that neighbor needs to fucking get her own life. Yeah. Who caused that divorce? Well, I just beginning when I'm watching I get so excited about the Stu character. About her. And I'm starting to wonder like if that's if she had it in the back of her mind when she walked in that day, like, oh, 
I just felt like she didn't even try. Like oh, there was no wow. counseling. Wow. This is really this shit. <laughs> this is getting really deep. Like you think there's a whole stew background thing going? I didn't get any of this. Yeah, because she herself and she's like, oh, stew. And she goes home, her house is a wreck. You know, she's fed up with her husband and progressing therapy. He's like, I'll try harder. And like, I've never been married, so I can't really say this, but I'd like to think if I was in a marriage, harder to make it work. And it just seemed like she was done. Like, she saw the party, she didn't like the mess. Like, hey, your problem, I'm going to the movies, going to the spa. She's just like, no, divorce over her son. And yeah, yeah, I always had a problem. Like, you're giving up too easily. Like, but you mean, know, you married the dad, you know, you married a kookhead. Like, yeah, I mean, there's no chance. I don't what what's his I don't remember what his name in the movie is. Robin Williams, but Daniel. I don't Daniel. I mean, like there's zero percent chance that Daniel did not act like Robin Williams early on. Like the whole, I mean, half of this movie is him just fucking improving crazy ass shit because that's what Robin Williams did. But like, at a like legal, I'm I'm the one determining if you get your kids or not. Thing he's like doing like a hundred impressions. So like he had to have done. She knew. She knew what she was getting into with that guy. He's a fucking kook. I mean, she even said in the beginning or. So said I liked him and I married him because he was different. He wasn't scheduled. He was more. She doesn't say this. He's more type B. He's more relaxed. He's more fun. And she didn't want the stuffy stew guy. But then all of a sudden, fourteen years later, our relationship to her marriage, she hears about stew, you know, reminiscence and, and um, I don't know. Even watched it yesterday and I was still like, come on, Miranda, you can try a little bit harder here. <laughs> You're giving up too easily. Yeah, I mean, I will say it's very, um, I, now that you say that, I, I did not come up with that, which is really interesting. It's very like a more subtle, uh, crazy, stupid love. I don't know if you've seen, like the Steve Carell like in that a very similar things happens where like uh oh shit i'm blanking on names today the redhead who is the mom uh, julianne moore is that her name yeah 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 julianne moore is like i'm out i want a divorce also i like i'm sleeping with this other guy david lindoggin <laughs> <laughs> i know his name because it's said a lot but like in it, like Steve Carell is, he wasn't even like, he wasn't like wild and crazy. He was just kind of like a dude and it just didn't work. But like in it, it's kind of like the opposite where like he kind of goes off on his own. He's kind of like learns to grow into an independent, different guy that's not what he was necessarily before, but he still wanted to be with her and they kind of get back together because he was like, oh, I realized I should have fought more and I could, I can work harder. But in this movie, it's definitely, because it's like, he, he got better. 
Yeah. A lot better. Like he turned into like, like, yeah, like from like, I'm kind of just like fun dad, do whatever to like, I cook and I clean and I fucking like gets his own show, which is a whole other thing. But like, yeah, he like proves that he's a good dude and she's still, yeah, like, but Pierce Brosnan's hot, so. I mean, he has really, but like. I mean, as Pierce Brosnan at his height, so like, what are you gonna do? If you're Sally Fields and Pierce Brosnan comes along, you're gonna be like, I'm all up on this. <laughs> so it's gonna happen. <sighs> so yeah, I. Like, I mean, come on, like, yeah, could be the thing she ever wanted, and it's still not enough at the end. And yeah, I just don't get it. And then there's no after, like, I'm in it together, like, I don't know, I kinda wanna know where she went with all that. Yeah, yeah. It's a, the movie's a real weird... So, like, there's a lot of adult themes that I feel like... I As a kid, it didn't upset me. But as an adult, it upsets me. Which might say something weird about my adulthood. But, like, the whole... Like, yeah, like, he's, like, has animals. And he's, like, he's, like, having a birthday party, right, for his son. It's his son's birthday at the beginning. This is, like, the whole instigating event or whatever and like they're like dancing on the table and sally fields comes home and she's like oh i got this cake and you have to always outshine me and like you do all this crazy shit and there's these animals and the neighbors called and it's like yay fun dad and then literally it's like i want a divorce and the kids are like sitting on the stairs listening and she's like i just don't want to do this you make me always be the bad guy blah blah and i'm like this just got like ultra bummer town like ultra bummer town, <laughs> real fast and like it's not like they had like the fact that the kids were listening i was like i don't like this this is upsetting to me at this point it's very upsetting many times in this movie at the conversations had between two adults that I never noticed as a child being weird or like inappropriate where I'm like, kind of like guys, maybe like, I don't know, like go to a private place to talk about this shit and not have your kids hear all this awful shit that you're saying to each other. Or, you know, a couple of hours or until you cool down to have this conversation. Like, obviously you're really pissed off about everything yeah. that's happened. Like why? Like, I don't know. Divorce. Is like so yeah. I think she had to have been like there's no way you just go from like it was obviously in the back of her mind for a very long time and I think that's just set her off alright I, I think I can formulate a scene from this <clears throat> oh god <laughs> I am uh, James honey I think we need to have a we need to have a talk we need to have a talk right now oh all right. Uh, I mean, I'm in the middle of dinner. Uh, it's fine. It's you know, it's simmering. We're, we're, we have a little bit of time. Is it, you is can that... you can reheat it. That's fine. I think we need to step to the other room and maybe have a small discussion about uh, a few things. Uh, okay. I mean, it's. I mean, you can't really reheat. I mean, saute anyway. Is it that? It's a. It's that big of a deal. Like you want to just turn this off? We go... need to talk right now. Okay. All right, all right, okay. I'll just turn it off. Okay, Let's go to the other room here. 
uh, all right, what is it? This sounds really serious. Is it like, like is someone sick? Did well, fall again or something? James, dear, don't don't pretend that you don't know what this is. This is about now. You know, we've been married for fourteen years now, and you yeah, know a lot. Fourteen great years. Fourteen. We've been married for fourteen years. Fourteen great years. We've had our ups and downs, and each mm -hmm. of us has, you know, had to adjust to each other's behaviors and ever so few shortcomings and problems and things of that sort. But I mean, what happened this afternoon just I don't think that I can I don't think we can move past this. I we spoke about this before and I noticed after I came from work that the toilet seat was up one more time and I, I just can't take it anymore. But I mean I could okay, well we did talk about the toilet seat and I I agree, but I you know, I went to the grocery store, I vacuumed, I picked up your dry cleaning. And I stained that table that you wanted redone of your mother's, that the antique one that was her mother's. I did all of that. And, you know, I guess it just like slipped my mind. You know, I guess I, I had to really go. And then the food was on. And I, it, you know, I just. James. Forgot. James. Mommy, 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 I, my yes, arm, arm's blue. I fell in the toilet again. Daddy left the seat up and I fell in. Do you see, do you see what happens, James, when you just act on this carelessness of yours? We've talked about this so many times. Well, okay, I'll agree. Okay, it's really bad. Okay, your arm doesn't look great. We might, maybe we need to go check this out more, but like. Daddy, and I have that play tomorrow. In that play, my arm is blue. I'm supposed to be Cinderella tomorrow. Well, I mean, there's makeup. I mean, you have a pretty good makeup department, right? I mean. They seem pretty good to me, right? You can't put makeup over a broken arm, James. You well, can't. I mean, well, she was she doesn't really care that it's broken. It's about it being blue, and in that case, the makeup totally takes care of that. I might hurt, but she doesn't seem to be bothered by that part of it. So I think we're okay. James, I think we're through. I think we need a divorce. And wait, I, wait a minute. This is done. Wait, stop. Wait, wait, kids, you kids. A divorce and our, our daughter's arm is broken? Kids, everyone, come here. You need to listen to this. James, we are through. I want nothing to do with you. I want no more children with broken limbs. And that's it. That's it. I mean, the had... I mean arms get, I mean, arms go, they fix themselves. I mean, well, they don't fix themselves. They get a cast, but like, it'll, it'll grow. It'll grow together again. Yeah, mommy, look, I can move my arm. Don't divorce daddy. Don't do this. Yes, please. Please, please don't try to pacify the situation, Emily. We we're we're past this point. Your dad and I have very powerful issues at this point, and we can't move past this. We are going to have to, I don't know, sell the house and uh, mommy. Move some to the other coast. It was, it was my fault. I left the toilet seat up. Daddy, don't divorce him. Don't do this. Wait a second, James. Did you let your child take the blame for leaving the seat up? 
No, I didn't say anything, but if she said she did it, she must have done it. I and can't believe you would do yourself. that. You're a terrible father, James. I cannot what? bear to be with you. One Isn't more minute. the best father the father that's around? I don't even know what that means. What, what did you... What, what are you talking about? I read about? that, I'm pretty sure, in an article once. But look, she said she did it. She did it. And you clearly want to divorce me because your child did something stupid like children do. It's not my fault. It's your child's fault. Why don't you divorce her? Because that's not how divorce works, James. See, you're acting so childish about this entire situation. We need to... I'm need not to, a child. You're a child. Let's go to the court right now. Let's get this mar marriage annulled because this, this cannot stand for another second. Cut, cut to the car ride to, to the court. God damn it, Emily! What happened with the arm? I fell in the toilet again. You Why? Again? I told you, stop falling in. I was just going to do it because you were in there for so long, and I thought there was something there, and I walked in, and I just, I'm clumsy. I fell in. But now there's... We're gonna be a broken family, and you—I—I I was in there. I was doing my thing, you know. Daddy takes his time in there, and sometimes I leave the toilet seat up. I forget, and I applaud you for taking the blame because I get it. You know, you don't want to be from a broken home, but you're really selling me out here. Just pretend your arm's fine, and then I, maybe it's fine. Just say like, "Hey, my arm's fine. It isn't blue." Just. Go with it. Mind over matter, and I think maybe your mom will come back. My arm's fine. It's not Would blue. You? My arm's fine. It's not blue. Yes. Think that. Think, think, pink. Would you guys think please pink. keep it down? I'm trying to drive us to the courthouse now. Oh, look. This red light is taking so long. Okay, we're walking the rest of the way. Everyone out of the car. We're walking the rest of the way. No, but... But it's so far away. What? No, just abandon the car. This is ridiculous. We've been waiting here for about a minute, and it doesn't seem like it's going to turn. Let's go. Honey, this seems real dangerous. I get, okay, I know you're mad. I know this is a thing. But there's a lot of traffic, and there is not a sidewalk on this interstate. I mean, there's not even a median on the interstate. We that, are that, in serious danger if this traffic moves. James, please, let's let's go. And... If you will, please close the door of the car on your way out, if that's a little bit too much to ask. Oh, every, every time. You always got to get that last dig, don't you? Let's go, everybody. Uh, cut to the courthouse. And so you can see, this is why I no longer want this man to be part of my life. And I want full custody of Emily. But Danger to you and your family, sir. Heard yourself? I'm going to just go ahead and say I left the toilet seat up. That is hardly. Were you trying to kill your child? Is that. Uh, no, I, I. So here's the thing, Your Honor. I left the toilet seat up on accident. She, on the other hand, made us walk here on the interstate. 
That's how our daughter broke her leg on the way here. So your daughter was exercising. And she broke. Now, weren't you supposed to be holding walking on the interstate? Uh, I mean, I said we should probably stay in the car. I said we should stay in the car. Traffic you wanted to your daughter in a hot car degree day. Bravo, father. Oh, well, I was in the car. Always, like always like this. Were the windows going to be rolled down? Were you going to leave the keys running? What? I mean, the car was on. It was traffic. We were just stopped. I mean, the car was on. The window, the windows were up. To be fair, I mean, I'm I'm legally under oath. So yes, the windows were up. The air conditioner, it was fine. It was a cool seventy-one degrees. Seventy. I think your child's gonna get hypothermia or Well, I mean, I don't think so. I don't. I'm not a scientist, but I don't think that's enough. To cause hypothermia, and I'm pretty sure pneumonia is caused by bacteria or a virus and not cold. So technically, no, I don't think she would, but I do think she did get hit by a car on the way here because her mother was so intent on getting this annulment after 14 years. I don't know how you're going to do that. I think we really got to talk about annulments. I don't know. Like, she are you trying to tell me how to do my job, sir? I am not, Judge. Lock him away, Judge. It'll be a benefit to all society. I grant this annulment. It's very unorthodox, but I'm going to grant it. Ma'am, full custody. You've done a your daughter, and I'm afraid this man is a danger to his daughter, and not only to his daughter, but to himself and to society. Thank you, Judge. Uh, cut to five years later. Uh, Emily hasn't seen her father since that fateful day in the court. And she's applying to colleges. So you're telling me that you didn't get accepted into Harvard? Is this because you don't have a father figure, Emily? Is, are you, have you been trying to hide this from me this entire time? I didn't get into Harvard because I don't have the girl. off. This this is enough. I'm looking I'm looking for your father. We're getting back together, and you're getting into that school. I don't want to go to Harvard, Mom. I don't want to go to college. Period. Well, what do you want to do? What are you gonna do now? I want to sing. I just want to sing. I want to be a singer. Well, you can you can be a singer back in the West Coast. We're moving. Pack your bags. We're leaving tonight. <laughs> it's all about you and what you want, isn't it? Almost eighteen. You can't tell me what to do almost anymore. Oh, fine. If that's what you how you want it, then you can go ahead and leave the house. We're through here, Emily. We're through. Oh yeah, I can leave. Doors wide open. Can Just make sure you close it on your way out. Can I have your, your car keys? Yeah. Uh, you know what? Sure. Go ahead and take. Can I also have a couple hundred dollars? What do you need a couple hundred dollars for? 
How am I gonna survive? Okay, okay, okay. Traveler's check is fine. Do what? Oh, can Traveler's I also check. can I also have your wedding ring? You know, the one Dad gave you. You don't wear it anymore. Hmm. Okay. Can I Good. have the beach to the house? You are being one pushy young lady, Emily. Uh. You know what? I'm uh, I'm fine. Take it. Take it. Take it off. Cool. And can I have you just vacate the house now? Oh, I'm on my way out, young lady. I am out of here. Don't let the door hit, hit you. And and see. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna do another cut, but I didn't. I was. And what were you thinking of? Uh, it was going to be, actually, I think either would have worked. At, at first, it was going to be if Emily got kicked out and didn't get all the stuff, I was going to be like, so here's the can of beans, and here's like, <laughs> <you know. laughs> like, and make some joke about keeping the lid down of something. Um, nice. Or if it was the, the wife, mom, could have also been like, <laughs> So, honey, here's the beans. Make sure you keep the lid down. Keeps them warm. So, that was my only idea for a wrap up, but I think I think it worked. Yeah, uh, I felt that I got a little too wrapped up in just creating a wife that made trash decisions. Um, so, I, I may have railroaded that one a little bit too much. Uh, I don't think I thought it, I thought it worked. I mean, I thought it was. Uh, a good. I mean, it was it was a clear game of like the wife is. This is what she wants. So, I was kind of going on a character of, like, I don't know what triggered it, but there was like a almost like oh Emily was the problem. So like the wife <laughs> was like you're in like you're a loser. I'm out, and he's like blaming the daughter like damn you, um, as like a joke sort of but like he was serious but like that was my character so then i was like i didn't know I, after the judge right right he was trying to be like oh i'm not doing anything wrong but he was kind of a jerk so it was a lot of layers much like mrs doubtfire yeah i think you're just being randa who probably would have ended up alone <laughs> <laughs> Very nice, very nice. I don't disagree with that. <laughs> I think with her and she would have just been alone. That makes sense. Yeah, the kids would have gone to live with dad because he's fight and he was willing to fight. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought it would have been funny if the kid, yeah, like if it was like basically living in like a tent or like hobo, hobo town. It's like <laughs> Oh, this is great. But you could busk, right? There you go. You could have been a busker then. You could be a singer and get discovered like there's somebody somewhat recently that was a busker that was famous. <laughs> I don't remember who it was. Someone. Um, like a real person, really? Oh. Yeah, there was someone that like, some like super famous pop star that was like, that played in like New York City subway stations that was like, I mean, there's a bunch of them, I'm sure, at some point, but like, 
there's someone recently that I was like, oh, that's crazy. It was just like playing in subway stations and someone was like, holy shit, you're good. And now they're like fucking superstar. I don't remember who it was, but busking. If you don't have money, try it. Wait a minute. Let me rephrase that. Let me, let me redo my busking advertisement. Busking. If you don't have money and you have talent, try it. There you go. Because sometimes I just get really annoyed because you're terrible. If you're terrible, just give up now. I don't know. Literally be an accountant. There's a lot of positions. And it's not that hard. It's just simple arithmetic. Just you do can't that. do anything else in life. Be an accountant. Yeah, because there's always a need for it, and it's relatively easy to do as long as you know the rules, and then you just do it, and you make a decent living. Just do that, guys. Just be an accountant. I'm going to make that a t-shirt. We should start a t-shirt company, and the first t-shirt, just be an accountant. That's <laughs> t-shirt one. Well, either that or the slightly below step is work for HRR Block, I guess. Oh, good. Then we started. They don't have any training. Guys, if you're going to go to H&R Block, <laughs> just buy H&R Block software. Because I'm going to tell you what. Here's the secret after the guy who did that himself. I went to, like as a high school student or whatever, as a college student. I had some weird grant stuff. So I like, or scholarship stuff. So I'd go to H&R Block. Here's a hint. Now that the internet exists, get H&R Block software. Literally, you're as smart as the person doing your taxes then. Because all they're doing is clicking on boxes and filling out the same shit. And if you get stuck on the internet, all you have to do, click a little question mark, and it will tell you the answer. Because someone's asked that on a forum. Trust me. I thought you were going to say for a second, click backspace. No, I, I'm not joking. We had a very, we had a $15,000 tax bill one year because of a grant that, I don't know if I've said her name on the podcast. I'll say, I'm my wife. <laughs> she had a fellowship, and it was some weird taxable thing, and I'm not joking. The IRS sent us a owe $15,000 tax bill, and I was like, holy fuck. So I literally went on to, sorry, it was TurboTax. Eat that H&R Block. I went on the TurboTax's website, checked the forum, and someone said, this happens all the time. It's because they don't have a box to check to categorize it as this. It's actually supposed to be categorized as this. Called the IRS, told them that, and they went, yeah, that's what we thought. Just ignore it. I fixed it. Literally saved $15,000 just on the TurboTax forum. Someone said, yeah, this is what that fellowship causes. It misclassifies it. There's no button to pick. And I was like, I guarantee someone at an H&R Block cubicle at Publix could not figure this out. If you do that, it's a fine job. But you're not a tax expert. You're just filling out no. exactly the same as I am. So if you're a CPA, be a CPA. Just be a CPA. There we go. It's not quite as catchy. I think being an accountant is better. But do that. There's plenty of, there's plenty of jobs. You always need a good accountant. Always. You know, um, What's happening with Mrs. Delphi? <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of smart investments, 
what was up with that show that that guy at the network had where essentially it was this old man slowly talking as he was playing with dinosaurs and i was trying to think in my mind from my limited experience what short what show real life show it was trying to emulate because i can't imagine children would well, you thought it was actually emul i i was i literally thought like is it supposed to be razzing like PBS? But yeah, maybe, but I don't remember a specific show ever like doing something like that. Yeah, nothing was ever that boring. I I was like, are they supposed to be like sending up? Yeah, like PBS, but like, how is there anything on PBS that boring? Is there? I don't think so. Yeah, no, no idea. I mean, sure, as a kid, if you see, like, you know, Civil War or whatever, fucking 17,000-hour documentary, maybe it's boring to you, but, like, they never just had a guy with, like, dinosaur models confusingly describe dinosaurs to you and be kind of like, they were a meat-eater. And then he literally just, like, takes another dinosaur and is like, I don't know what's happening. And I'm like, did they eat that dinosaur? Were they even existing at the same time? Nobody knows. You're just saying things. And why was he on television for like what? Like 15 years. So clearly, what's that guy's name? Lundy? Let literally anyone be on television. Yeah. Like what seem to was this? I don't, yeah, I don't know. Some network out in San Francisco. <laughs> San Francisco Public Television, where we have 18 hours of an old man describing dinosaurs slowly. Yeah. No, but I thought uh, I thought what was nice was that the movie actually had a nice wrap-up for what happened to that old man. Like, he actually became the mailman at the end of the Mrs. Dotfire show. Yeah. And so he gets, he gets to keep his own... He gets to keep a job, so... I, was, I mean, I, I did appreciate that, like, I did appreciate that they, like, didn't screw him over. Although, I will, so, like, that's a weird thing, right? Like, I, so he sees Robin Williams, like, just playing around, right, with the dinosaur models. And he's, like, rapping. And he's, like, super high energy. He's doing all this crazy stuff. And then, ultimately, they go with, like, Mrs. Doubtfire as the host. As almost like a... Mr. Rogers, but Scottish old lady, transvestite, transsexual? I don't know. I don't know what it classifies as because he's playing a woman, but he doesn't feel like he's a woman. So it's just kind of weird. It's not like he's transsexual, right? Because then he would actually be, a, and he makes that very clear to his son in a very, very transphobic moment that like, yeah. Today is that is that considered offensive? Like this movie was what, like nineteen ninety three? Yeah. Offensive today to transgender people, like that moment where he's so freaked out. Right. Like I so I did as a kid. I never really noticed. Like so, like the son. Okay, at, at some point, Robin Williams is like, "This is Doubtfire," and he has to go to the bathroom. And he's standing up and peeing because he's in this bodysuit. And the son walks in and is like, oh, shit. What the fuck? He's a she. She's a he. 
to the sister. He freaks out. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm your dad. And the kid isn't like, are you fucking stupid? Like, what the fuck are you thinking? He's like, you don't actually. And he's like, no, I'm not like into this. I'm not like going to like granny bars and picking up dudes or whatever. And I was like, what the, the son's problem is that his dad is dressed like an old lady, which granted that's weird. And I don't, I think anyone might be thrown off by it, but it is number one, your dad. And he did say, it's the only way I could see you, but he wasn't like dad. There's literally no fucking other way you could figure out how to get us to hang out with you, which by the way, I have a huge problem with. That was my other thing. We'll get back to that in one second. Right? Like, the kid is very transphobic about this whole thing. Yeah. But, well, the daughter is, too. She has a racket, like a tennis ready to beat this whole lady before they... Well, okay. fair, if, like, an old lady is standing up peeing, and you're, like, a 16-year-old, and it's like, oh, I'm a Scottish old lady, and then it's, like, a dude pissing, I would probably... I would be freaked out. But once it's like, I'm your dad, and I had to do, I did this, and, like, they don't want to know the logic. They're not like, what's the logic behind this? Because, like, yeah, go. I, I was just going to say, uh, just uh, as a sidebar here, so, like I said, my wife and I were watching the movie, and, you know, we were talking about this specific scene, and I was like, well... Yeah, I I would I would see that the kid is freaked out by what he just saw, and you know maybe he jumps to conclusions. But at at, at any point, does it cross his mind that maybe she was? It, it is an actual old English Scottish lady, whatever, and she's just like using like a you know one of those apparatus that you use when you take camping, like a funnel. I don't know, and that's that's just her thing, right? Like. <laughs> Like, does he have to jump to the idea that he's, like, a guy? You are going on the assumption that a, like, 13-year-old is thinking, what if she's a camping pee-urinal No, I mean, it's, it's not so unusual, it's not right? Outside. Like, it's only for outside. <laughs> That's not for toilet use. No, but, like... That's because well, you don't have a toilet. But old people can be weird about using other bathrooms, right? That could be a thing. I don't know. Maybe that's what I would think, but... Uh, I think the greatest... Scottish, she has, like, a weird fetish about toilet seats. <laughs> I that's some weird and mad. I, I honestly... This movie, I think maybe the best possible... I think the best podcast might be having a hundred people watch this movie and talk about the shit they thought was weird. So I feel like everyone is noticing other weird shit. Because my thing was, it, he was more concerned about him being a cross-dressing old lady than just, why the fuck would you do this at all? Whereas now you're concerned that he did didn't think I would I thought you were gonna say maybe she had a medical problem, but instead you said maybe she doesn't want to use a toilet and has a camping <laughs> urinal tunnel. Which is even crazier. I, <laughs> I, I kinda of, 
I'm starting to see that because she's old. She's Scottish. Like, yeah. yeah. This kid's probably never left the U.S., let's be honest. <laughs> other customs. He doesn't know other countries are. <laughs> okay. I don't cut, know. Cut, cut to, uh, cut to a, a family uh, on vacation. All right, guys. So, okay. Before anyone, before we leave the airport, I'm just gonna like everyone. Let's use the restroom. So, here's everybody's funnel to just go in, do your thing. Like, like well, number ones. I mean, the funnel isn't for number two. That requires a whole other apparatus. But like, I got the funnels. Everything's good. So, like, just go in, do your thing. And we're gonna head out. Um, um, Dad. Mm-hmm. This is kind of embarrassing, but um, it's it's kind of that time of month. Oh. Okay. Well, for that, I did. I did purchase. I have it. Let me just dig it out of my backpack here. Oh. Okay. Dad, everyone can see. Well, I'm not just. Uh, it's it's it, everyone does it. Ever it's natural. It's natural. Dad, you have a whole backpack full of funnels. So well, it requires a different funnel. I mean, this is this is a specific ladies' time of the month funnel. Oh my and, god! But it's perfectly natural. Everyone, ha everyone, ha no one's in. Look, no one, no one. Ma'am, ma'am, do you use a time of the month funnel? Oh my god. <laughs> Are, are you talking to me, dear? Yes. I, I'm just that my daughter is embarrassed. I'm just, I'm trying to make sure she knows, like, it's natural and everyone's fine with it. Like, you know, yeah. it's, kind of, it's that time and, you know, the bathroom's here and the whole funnel thing. So, like, I was trying to get out the funnel and she seemed really upset about it. I just wanted, like, someone to say, like, yeah, hey, it's normal. No one's judging. Dad, Dad let me just stop asking strangers if this is normal. Please just. just... Uh, uh, well, I, I'm not. I'm not quite understanding the situation here. Uh, you mean specifically here in Chicago O'Hare? What? What? What is this device that you are showing? Showing her exactly? Yeah, it's a. It's a. They call it the ch the Chai Town. It's the channel. They call it the channel. It's a. It's a specific funnel because of the toilets. It's so. It, there's a lot of. I read an article. There's a lot of traffic in O'Hare. It's the busiest airport in the world. Blah blah blah. And so, like, yeah. they have these funnels, and you have to use this funnel in order to, you know, do uh, your thing. So I have a multiple you, for different reasons. Is she planning on making, maybe doing some baking? Why, why does she need a funnel exactly? Oh my God! Um, I'm gonna go funnel or no funnel. I'm just gonna go, and I'll be. Yeah, but there, it's gonna cause a whole. It's, it might, what if it clogs things or like there's a contamination issue and they come back to us? I just think you should use the funnel. Fine. Jafal, just stop talking to old people about our funnel. Please okay, don't leave well, that sure. I found it. This is, here's the channel. It's, oh my uh, God. Dad, this is huge. I can't. Here. Like, I'm going to stuff in my backpack. You're like stagger. You're like, I don't know, like put your leg, leg up. I, like, I don't. This feels weird for me to be talking. I wish your mom was here, but like, you know, we're not supposed to be on the same plane in case one of us dies or blah, 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 whatever. I don't know. Uh, 
I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I have to get going. My, I'm in Group A of United, so I have to board now. Uh, good luck with uh, whatever it is you're doing with that device. Okay, well, you're no help. Okay, see you later, lady. Ta-ta. Okay. I, don't, she, I think she was a crazy person. Did you hear the accent? I don't think she's from around here. She doesn't know about Chicago toilets. Okay, well, I'm going to... The tunnel and go to the bathroom. I'll be back. Here, also take you, this. Are you it's just take. Uh, here, I have this. Uh, it's it's called a matheter. It's it's a mini catheter. Just if you need it, you may not need it. But like, if there's a tube to hook into, what? You know, I, I don't need a matheter. I'm just I I'm just gonna go to the bathroom. Okay, like just, just please let me just. Let me just go. This is getting really embarrassing. Cut to a phone call between the dad and his travel agent. Oh, this is not working out the way you said. You said I needed all of this equipment in order to take this trip to Chicago. Well, what's wrong with it? Is the equipment not working out for you? Do you need more of the disposables? What, what's wrong with it? You know, I mean, I, I guess it works fine, but, like, no one has heard of any of this stuff. I tried to talk to this lady about the you know the the facilities being as they were and my daughter is having you know some lady issues and no one has heard of a channel no one's heard of a matheter and they just said it's regular toilets in there and i went in and it looked kind of like regular toilets to me so like this whole apparatus you sold me like there's like fans and a cup and this funnel i i I don't think this is a thing. I feel like you're really gouging me here. Uh, well, I don't understand why that lady, whoever it is you spoke, might not have known about the matter or the channel. Uh, clearly, she probably was born in some sort of third world country where people are, I don't know, homeless or cannibals or, you know, how all these people are related. It's, it's irrelevant, really. Uh, What's important here is that you and your family have a class three biosafety uh, equipment or accoutrements, as I like to call them, and that you are keeping safe from all the diseases that are maybe prevalent in all these popular airports. You know how ravaging the world and whatnot. Well, our stuff keeps you away from all this other, you know, junk that's out there. And it should be working fine for you. Uh, please, if anything, you I thought you were calling me because maybe you had ran out of some of the consumables and I could resupply you. We've got a few little shops in the airports here and there. I mean, I, I'm out of matheters because I've been trying to hook... I Okay. Like, you know, full disclosure, I, I'm... I'm in the stall right now, and I can't find anywhere to plug this in. Oh, I see. Uh, well, maybe we... Do you know specifically which bathroom number you're stationed at? Oh, God. Uh, I think it was, like, E8. Okay, okay. Uh, I think I got you. So, do you have that USB port for your phone where you can swipe your credit card? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. okay. Yep. So go ahead and swipe your credit card. I'll take your information down and we'll have a concierge reach you and uh, provide you with the necessary equipment. Hey, dude, are you going to be much longer? I really got 
gotta go. I'm just, it's just a minute. I gotta, there's a matter situation. I'm sure you understand. Dude, I just had beans on the plane. I really gotta go. How much longer are you gonna be? I, I, how long until the concierge comes? I would say a top five minutes once you swipe your card. Did you swipe your card? I, I did, but it's it's not reading it. I just, Dude, I tried. Wait a second. Dude, I hear you on your cell phone. I really got to go. Come on. Look, just Damn. a minute. I have to swipe oh. this card for the toilet thing. It's a... What? Dude, the other... Oh, air wait. All the way across the airport. Just please, please let me in. Okay, okay. I think I know what's happening here. Is your card one of those chip cards? Does it have a chip? Yeah, it's, it's got a chip. Do you have an extra accessory, um, a USB appliance for the chip? I don't have a chip dip. Oh, okay. On this. Okay, well. Hold on, I'm, I'm waiting for a chip dip. Can the concierge come with Dude. the Okay, what's going to happen here is you're going to read me your card, and followed by the expiration date, followed by the CVV, followed by your birth date, and maybe we can do a workaround. Okay, okay. Uh, dude, I gotta go. I really gotta go, dude. It's about to come. Come please. Are you gonna be much longer? You're gonna be longer. Did you say three? Did you say three? Right there. Did you say three? I, no, okay. It's not a three. It's not a three. Hold on. It's not a three. I mean, wait. It's a number. It's a number one. And no, not a number. Look, I'm doing a number one. Hold on, sir. Go to another bathroom. I don't know. There's a whole thing here. I'm trying to, trying to do this thing. I'm trying to do my thing, and you're really stressing me out. Dude, I, I, I oh, crap. Oh, oh crap, Marty. Oh. Some air fresheners. Oh, crap. Oh, I'm, um, I'm, hmm. I think we I'm can gonna, do that. I think we can manage. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to slide my credit card to this guy. I charge it. Let him let him charge whatever he wants. I think I think that's for the best. Sure, why not? And scene. <laughs> I don't know what that. Means. I don't know. I don't know. That was I funny. Kinda to, I kind of wanted to cut that out, or and her going on a date with a guy. <laughs> just being like, don't forget your. <laughs> that would have been pretty awesome. You could, I could have come up with some pretty fun gadgets that were required. Yeah, I didn't know how to cut all of the credit card swipe. I mean, I um, I mean, I I didn't know if it would like at one point I was going to do the like literally like just call out numbers like credit card expert like as yeah. if like yelling it loudly in the stall. Um, <laughs> just as a, as a fun time joke, but. I think it. I think it worked as a like. I'm just gonna, like, just just let this guy do whatever he wants. Uh, I'm I'm good. Yeah, uh, uh, that's uh, that's definitely where one place where it could have gone. Um, I just thought it was funny. <laughs> I mean, I I thought it was funny going from like. I thought it was funny from like a. Yeah, there's like these weird gadgets you need to like. Oh, it's Chicago. <laughs> this guy's just ripping this guy off with dumb shit, which I thought was funny. I thought that was fun. It definitely did not go where I thought it was going to, which is fun for me. And the whole like time of the month, like 
like a dad being like, I don't, I'm just going to try to, don't worry about it. It's fine. I thought it was, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, so this, yeah, this movie gets real heavy a lot. Also like, I don't want to sound like a real creepoid, but. Oh, here we go. I, I, yeah. Get ready guys. Now, like, the girl, the little girl, Nat. I was literally like, can I adopt that child? This is the most adorable kid on earth. Like the whole, like, she was so like an adult that was all like, but why can't you, like, why do you want mommy to die? He's like, <laughs> I don't want mommy to die. It's like, she's like, why would you say that? And then he's like, something, something. And then like, I, I remembered this, like, I haven't seen this movie in a long time. But, like, one of the classic lines is the, we're his goddamn kids, too. Like, like is, like, the fucking funniest line. And it's, like, this adorable little girl. It was hilarious. Like, I think she's hilarious. Yeah, Jack Williams, too, a little bit. What was that? She actually kind of looks like Robin Williams a little bit. Little girl. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. They kind of have the same facial features. Yeah. Kind of believe it. Well, it reminds me, though, it makes me think, like, I thought, like, it's a weird, like, going back to, like, them not getting to back together. Like, Pierce Brosnan, like, the guy at the pool with the drive-by fruiting, which, oh, good. Ooh, ooh. was a bad line. That but was so awkward. It's... Uh, I was like, come on. Like, he's not a bad guy at all. Because the guy's like, I thought you didn't want kids. And he's like, well, I didn't, but, like, I can't be single forever. And you think, like, he's going to be like, so, like, I guess I'll have to deal with it. And he's like, but she's got three kids. And he's like, yeah, three great kids. I love those kids. And I'm like, he's not a bad guy. Yeah. Oh. I, like he's not bad. It's just he's not right. He's not their their dad or whatever. And then like, I it's a weird. It's just weird to me that the movie plays with a lot of ambiguity of who's right, who's wrong. Like maybe there isn't a right or wrong person. It's just how things are. But for like a movie that is geared towards adult and children, it skews way more adult. I feel like than children. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll definitely say that it's not weird that you wanted to adopt that child. My my wife definitely uh, made many mentions of that throughout the movie. Every single time she would go into one of those lines where she just lisped. Um, yeah. If very, nothing else, I would just hug that girl and be like, you're adorable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's uh, Mara Wilson. And I think she was, what, in Matilda, if you guys ever saw that movie? Yeah, she was in Matilda, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that was a funny movie. I don't know what she's doing these days, because I Googled, I, I went to IMDb to try to figure out, like, casting stuff for somebody, and I'm pretty sure she was listed. I don't know, she's doing something. She at least has an updated photo, so she might mm. be in something. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess here's, here's the thing I do want to bring up before we... Uh, see how long we have, but 
Am I the only person, like, as a kid, I didn't think about it, but when I was watching this time, he changes the phone number on her ad to get a housekeeper, right? Yeah. Then he purposely calls her with insane respondents. Yeah. Did it not seem like the normal plan would to be insane to the point that she's like, all I have are fucking crazy people, therefore I'm going to have your dad watch you? Why does he decide to be Mrs. Doubt? Like, he didn't decide, he decided the name based on the newspaper, but like, why was he not like, hey, have you gotten anybody to be your housekeeper? And she's like, no, it's all fucking crazy people. Oh, well, maybe you should have them stay with me because I'm at least not a crazy person. You may not like me because I'm too free spirited, but I'm not crazy. Instead, he just randomly picks an accent and decides to be another person. At what point does he rule out just being a dick and calling with fake people to be the person that gets chosen? Right? Like, why be Mrs. Doubtfire? I guess she's just very... I don't... I don't... <laughs> oh, bacon. <laughs> Um, for all of a sudden, um, she's lived with the house and all of a sudden they deeper like so. Yeah, I just think I didn't get that part either. Like, why not give the dad a trial run? Like, he's their dad. Like, why not be like, sure, just keep him in the af like afternoons, whatever, and have him back home by. Like, I don't. Yeah, I don't understand why she needed a housekeeper so desperately. Um, yeah, like she seems. It seems like I get she's fed up with him, but right, it doesn't seem like an overreaction that she's like, no, fuck him, he's a horrible person. You never get to see your kids. Like, but he's a good dad. Like, he's abusive. He wasn't like all he was was too much fun. I heard the bad, which I think the bad guy. That's on her. If she feels like, I'm sorry, don't be so uptight. Like, yeah, listen like, up a little bit. Yeah, he's not putting him in that role. Yeah, I feel like it was a weird, I, it was so weird. She was so mad at him and so mean about, like, fuck you, you should never see your kids. And I was like, but he wasn't abusive or he was just a free spirit, I guess. Yeah, I mean, but, he's trying to hang out with the kids. I get credit for that. And that was the other thing, like, it was brutally sad when he left, like when she made him move out and they're all like, why can't you just say you're sorry and stay? Or like his kids clearly love him like to death. So yeah. like, even then it wasn't even like a uh, things just weren't working out. It was more like she was just spiteful and weird about shit. Cause like, just let him hang out yeah. with his kids. Yeah. Um, so I mean, like, yeah. If I ever got married and got divorced, like, as long as my husband, you know, isn't an abusive weird, I want him to be a part of my children's life. Like, why do I need a... Um, I blame Stu. I blame Stuart. She's in love with Stuart. She's not thinking clearly. <laughs> That's all it is. I feel like, yeah, she's like, oh, Stu's your dad now. And and honestly, like, like, this I'm is cool with people. I'm fine. I'm a cool yeah. dude. Yeah, like, this is part two between Miranda and Stu and this was Miranda together essentially yeah yeah so, it's uh, weird 
So two things. Uh, number one, cause a sub soapbox here, but why is it that when he did the Hispanic lady calling her, it was oh just three words like I am job. <laughs> I am job. And I'm like, really? Is that is that how I mean I've had really bad conversations with Hispanic people, but it's never that. They know a little better before making a phone call. Uh, well, uh, I will say, personally, I did not read that as Hispanic. So, yeah, I didn't know that was either. But... You're superimposing that. Oh, <laughs> and I, thought, I thought that the in... closed caption said Hispanic accent. So I was like, What? what? <laughs> Is it really? What? <laughs> yeah, I, I watch everything with captions. So. Oh no! No, it's really bad! Okay, that's real bad. I'm sorry. I didn't know it said that. I was just watching it. That's so bad. No, it's, 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 uh, it was funny. Racist and awful, though. I am job. I thought that was supposed to be like a borderline, like, just. Mentally challenged person, perhaps. I thought it was like a disabled person who was just, like, I don't know, like not functioning properly. Yeah, not, yeah. Like, I mean, that's that's definitely what I would have read. But <laughs> here's the question. Like, here's the question: Was the movie racist, or was the person writing the <laughs> caption racist? And the person writing it was like, "That's definitely Hispanic. Some hot Hispanic person stole my significant other." I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this fucking completely disabled person is. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like that's so. Okay. That was um. That was definitely funny. Um, the other thing is uh about Pierce Brosnan. I, so I guess he wasn't really a bad character, and I don't think the movie ever portrayed him to be like a bad person. Even during the you know dumb things that Robin Williams did to him, like you know he pulled his little logo out of his car and he pelted yeah. him with a lemon. He seemed to take it pretty cool, and even during the reveal, when like you know he chokes on the shrimp and like saves them, uh, you know, which was like straight up murder. Yeah, can we yeah. talk about that? How he almost tried to kill Pierce <laughs> Like straight up murder. Like literally, he's hyper allergic to cayenne pepper, and he goes back and fucking pours a fuck ton of cayenne pepper on his food. Yeah. First of all, how does nobody in the kitchen notice this old lady pouring cayenne pepper? And second, he has a lot going on. Daniel has a ton going on this night. How, how does he have the foresight to be like, oh, in the middle of you know this job interview party, let me slip into the kitchen and try to commit murder? Like, yeah, what? like it's legit, like fucked up to be like. Oh, you're hyper allergic. You're like super allergic to this. I'm gonna fuck up. I'm gonna pour it. Like, oh, you have a peanut allergy. I'm gonna crush up so many goddamn peanuts into your. And I'm like, no, like, you may not like him, but that's not funny. And then he almost dies. Like, he legit, <laughs> if no one gave him the Heimlich, would have died. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So I mean, so not only did he lie, create another alternate personality, cross-dress, lie to everybody to see his kids. He also was going to straight-up murder a dude to get back with his with his wife. So, 
He doesn't really seem like a predator, but he kind of is. Like, kind of evil. Can I just say, though, best job interview, all you have to do is show up every so often and take whiskey shots. <laughs> yeah, like, what's up? There was nothing doing? substantial that was discussed. No. Just literally drink whiskey after fucking whiskey. That's my kind of job interview, I guess. Tend to hook up with the and then, you know, because he has all that makeup like a woman, and then show up dressed like an old lady, and ta-da, you, and you get your own TV show within a matter of whatever this public access therapy company is. They move really fast. Yeah, he, like, that, I guess that guy literally owns the station. Because I'm like, how is this guy getting this in? How is he getting this through? Like, what, it, doesn't it take a while for, like, a TV show to go through, like, yeah. a matter, not even weeks, like. <laughs> yeah, it kind of takes a little while to, like, I don't know, write and shoot a television show. Although it seems like they're doing it live, because it's like, oh, it's on television as they're shooting it. I'm like, no, that, mm, they're not going to do that live. That's. Even. I feel like there's a lot of barriers to entry. There's a lot of people to go. Well, literally, it's this one dinner, and boom, he owns his own I mean, if nothing else, you have to fire the fucking guy that's the dinosaur guy, because he's taking yeah. over for him. You at least have to yeah. break his contract and then make him the mailman. Right. Dinosaur guy should at least get his finale. Like, Yeah, like, that's not going to just be like, oh, a week later, I fired that asshole, and now we're shooting this brand new show. That doesn't work that way. No, this must be some public access. Like, yeah, they're just rolling. They're like, you're Robin Williams. You can just riff. Yeah, just riff. A little. Uh, he really pulled it. Yeah, he did. He did. He did good for a couple weeks of time to prep and pitch. And yeah, I, I don't know. It's so weird. It's such a weird. Movie. So the, the restaurant thing happens, right? The guy, his whole Rosin leaves. What does he do after that? Does he go to face and go back and sit and keep interviewing with the guy, or is the guy just like bravo, like the guy what he just did? I mean, the whole restaurant scene. I yeah, I, I mean, don't know. Because he doesn't, right? He doesn't say anything. He's just, it's like, oh, and then cut two. But yeah, like, what? Ha How does the guy, the guy not be like, what a fucking maniac? Like, I, I can buy the whole lady thing. I can buy everything else. Yeah, but I just can't buy if you found out that some dude you were trying to hire was impersonating a woman, get back and try to almost kill this other guy. <laughs> Well, uh, TV show. Right. Why don't we try and uh, explore that space um, for a hot second? <clears throat> uh, so you just saved that man in the other table. Uh, your makeup seems to be coming off. What was that all about, Daniel? Well, there's a great story behind that.
that I think could make an excellent television show, which was why I was doing it. Uh, yeah. Let me, let me stop you right there. I, I think I need one more whiskey. Uh, waiter, waiter. Yes, yes. What can I, I get you, I, sir? I, I think I need another, another, another one of these. Uh, another whiskey and uh, and sir, sir. sir? Let's go with sir. Let's go with sir. Sir. It's, yeah, it's Daniel technically. Okay, Daniel, um, get you anything else? Uh, graceful exit. I don't. I mean, uh, I guess. I guess I'll just go with a diet soda for now. I've already had. How many was it? Did you give me three or four? Uh, I gave you uh, four doubles. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a soda. Excellent choice. And uh, I, I might, might mention that you're missing an airing. Um, I'll be right back with your drink. Yeah. Well, I'm explaining it. I don't get it. Okay, what? Yeah, so let's just say that family, they don't mean anything to me. Uh, really? Because um, the lady over there seemed to have some pretty strong words for you. It's almost as if you had wronged her. Uh, I'm really not not following. Uh, and I'm feeling a little uh, unsure about our business relationship moving forward if I don't actually get a good understanding of, okay, of, well, of what just happened. That. Here's what happened. I'm too fun and too super awesome and fun and cool, and she didn't like it, so she was mad at me. That's the bottom line. So she was your wife, your uh, significant other? Uh... Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, wife. Yeah, wife, technically. Was it because of the cross-dressing? No. That started after. Right here. Um, here's your whiskey, and here is your... And one of the waiters found your your face across the restaurant, um, which it's on the tray right here. I mean, yeah, okay, I'll take it back. I'll take it, and but I'm not going to put it on. Like, we need to do this. Like, it was a pitch. It's also part of the pitch for the show. Ooh, um, woo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yes, very good. Um, right? It's pretty um, charming, right? Let's ask this. Let's ask the waiter. It's pretty charming, right? Oh, hello. I'm an old lady that talks about dinosaurs. See, that's pretty cool, right? There's nothing on television like that. Uh, I, there's no, definitely, there there's definitely nothing like that on my network, anyways. Uh, now. Is it that this Mrs. Dotfire you spoke of, is mm -hmm, she yep. going to uh, maybe, you know, teach save, uh, saving the lives of others with some life-saving techniques, or was that is that part of the pitch? I mean, no, that was, okay, if you liked it, then yeah, and if you don't, then no. It's not part of the pitch, but if you do like it, I can definitely show that. I'm going to be like, under the rib cage and you pull and pull until the food shoots out. See, it's, I mean, I'd say it cooler than that, but after eight whiskeys, I'm this much drunk. 
I, I have so, to I have to say, Daniel, I, I initially interviewed you because I saw your moxie and your gumption playing with the dinosaurs. This whole thing with the grandma that saves people in restaurants, it's I don't know how that all coalesces and I am really just I think maybe we Okay, well let's call. get some feedback. Uh, hey waiter, do you have any kids? Can I, well, can I ask a question before uh um did you uh, use the woman's bathroom? Uh, I mean, as, when I, I, Daniel didn't. Okay, <laughs> but you used the women's bathroom. Yeah, we, he, me, we have a thing Daniel called. did not. Me, Daniel did not use the women's bathroom. We Ms. have a thing Doubtfire called. may have used it. Or may not. Who knows? Who's who's yes. that? HB two, and it's illegal to use the bathroom of the gender that you were not assigned. Um, I <laughs> what kind of law is this? Look, I'm a lady from. Look, this is what English ladies and. Etiquette says you shouldn't ask someone about their private parts, so oh, I use whatever bathroom I want, like the queen. See? Sir, I'm going to need to see your birth certificate. Well, if you see mine, it's a different one. If you want to see Mrs. Doubtfire's, that I, I can get that one as well. Which one would you like, Daniel or Mrs. Doubtfire? Because we're two independent people who can use independent bathrooms. Sir, is this a case of schizophrenia or multi-order? Which, which one? Does one of those preclude me from getting a job? Uh, I would say that at least one of those precludes you from getting okay, a job. At least one? Oh, at, least, at least one. Yes. I'm going to go with no. I'm neither of those. So I have a social. I, okay, so my license says male, but when I put the mask on, I'm well, a lady. Uncanny. I'm gonna have to tell our manager about this. I'm sorry, sir. You broke the law. What? No, but like that's we. Who cares about who? What, what do you think I did? I didn't do any. Did I break it? Well, well, I. Okay. Breaking your walls, but I guess I did. Why are we having this interview in North Carolina? I thought you were from Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. It, it just seemed like the right setting to. I mean, it's weird. I like barbecue too, but like, do we really have to come all the way here? And then my family. I mean, that strange family that I saved. That man, and the lady was very agitated at me for it. I don't. The who I don't know also had to come. Slash did come. It's weird. It's it. These interviews at this location have certainly worked in the past. I mean, we do have a we do host all of those Guy Fieri shows in our network. So cool. I, I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't say that you know this is necessarily an inappropriate place to have it. it this is just the first time where I've seen my interviewee cross dress and then save a man in a different table. Um, I gotta say I'm. I am definitely surprised and maybe uh, surprised in a positive way. 
why don't uh, we do a completely different show from what was being suggested with you playing with the dinosaurs. We make the dinosaur guy into a mailman that you receive letters from. And uh, you teach valuable life lessons to the children at the end of each episode. How how's that sound? Which bathroom do I use? Um, Daniel on a Tinder date. First date. So, I yeah, I'm I, I work in Holly. I work in television. I have a television show where I play. Uh, interest, uh, interesting characters all the time. So, oh, that's so awesome. Have I seen you in anything? Uh, have you seen Daniel? Probably not, because I, I really transform. So, no, I Daniel, he's an actor, not the character. So, maybe you, maybe you have, but I don't think you've seen me, because I've never played myself. Aren't you Daniel? I'm a little confused. I, I, I am Daniel. But just so you just to keep things clear, Daniel the actor is not the one on television. That's a that's I have a I have other personas on television, and then the character is I'm very Daniel Day Lewis. I really get in. I really inhabit the character. So you know, I may or may not be a 65 year old lady on camera, but that's D D Daniel the 30 something year old man that's who's on this date not a 65 year old lady oh okay well um great <laughs> so, I mean, so what do you do like are you what are you into i'm a pilates instructor actually oh cool cool so like so like you like dress up like a dude and like Play with dinosaurs while you're doing it or anything? Uh, for oh, uh, so of exercise. So there's <laughs> there's no dinosaurs. Um, so yeah, it, it's dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. It's Pilates, so, not like dinosaurs. I mean, that's we. I mean, it seems weird because I feel like maybe you get people's attention with dinosaurs, or like, what if the dinosaurs wrapped or something? Or do you teach etiquette while you're doing it? I just feel like. You're just doing exercise. I feel like you could do a lot extra, right? I mean, like, I'm, I'm being a person and teaching people manners and etiquette and talking about dinosaurs with a mailman. So, like, that's like a whole thing. And you're just like, oh, I, you're like, what? You just do some exercises. I mean, have you ever? Uh, I mean, I haven't. Are they hard? It's really hard. Cut, cut to her Pilates class. Oh, hello! <laughs> I'm doing Pilates. Look at this; it's a stretch, and much like a raptor. Look, I call this I call this move hungry raptor. Rawr. But don't be too hungry because you don't want to offend anybody at your dinner table. So, what do you think? This is going pretty well, huh? This is a great second date. <laughs> um, um, I thought class, and you're kind of in my space. Do you mind just just uh, here? Hold on. Let me just. Here, let me just oh, yep. Let me just put this stegosaurus. I'm gonna put this stegosaurus. 
thing on your back. Oh, look, it's a giant stegosaurus teaching you Pilates and also telling you about the Pliocene epic. It's pretty cool. Children, I don't think there's a lot of children here. I think you're really, you're really limiting your audience. Oh, my. Okay. Um, if you could just go take, I'll finish up the class. I mean, so, like, are you going to, are we going to talk again? Are you going to make a call? Because I thought it went pretty well. Uh, um, I'm dating my grandma. So. Look, I mean, to be fair, like, this is all, this is a bodysuit. So, like, under here, it's, like, all dude. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I unless you're into it. Body suit and a tank top to block bodies, but that's really weird. Um, yeah, I thought it was going well too. I I think we should just see other people. Uh, uh, yoga, yoga instructor. Sorry, um, sorry to interrupt the conversation. I just left the bathroom and someone left the toilet seat up and their camping funnel on the sink. Just, just so you know. Again? Okay, who is that? I'm gonna go! Fancy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what happened there. Oh, lost it. Lost the thread. I mean, I thought it was an interesting exercise just to see how the rest of that evening went. Uh, it yeah. doesn't. It doesn't add up, to, you know, based on what up, we were. No. That evening really did not go the way I anticipated based on the movie. No, not. Considering Tinder dates didn't exist at the time, and <laughs> was not really a thing. I'm, I'm excited to see that. You yeah. just write a classified. That's right. He invented yeah. Pilates and yeah. Tinder. Well, yeah, I, I just don't know how, I don't know how he could date anybody. Like he, this, um, and you assume at some point Daniel will be dating again. Yeah, that's weird, right? Like he, yeah, he plays like a sixty-year for sixty-five-year-old lady on television and then I mean yeah. honestly what like what kid show is gonna have a dude cross dressing as an old lady as Yeah, why would you just find an old lady? That's why when they just find who is like charismatic and Yeah, I'm kinda like wait a minute. This movie was made in like 93, 94, or whatever, and everyone was totally cool with it. But today, it would be like the most offensive movie of all time because there's a cross dressing dude as a 60 year old lady going to men's bat. Well, I guess he's going to men's bathroom, so I guess that's fine with that bathroom law because they don't really care about boys getting molested or men. It's only about girls that they seem to care about because that's all that happens, apparently. I don't know. Parents, only girls. <laughs> That's what they claim. No one cares that a dude at any given time could go into a men's restroom and molest a little kid. This is politics, improv. And I don't care. You know what? Fucking bathroom law is stupid. Fuck you. That's it. That's my that's my official stance. Fuck you, North Carolina. Not the state, but the politicians. Because <laughs> the state is great. The people are great. 
fuck your politicians at the time that they made that law. It's stupid. Like, or any law. Today was the first day. This sidebar. Today was the first day we all hall before noon on a Sunday. Ah, a really big deal. <laughs> uh, the brunch law. I just heard about that. Brunch law. Yeah, like finally, like the dumbest law. The one day there's hope for HB two getting revoked. I'm assuming it will eventually have lost the law. I mean, it's not like I'm really taking a, a courageous stance on being like, that's stupid, since so many, like, the NCAA is like, we're not going to come there anymore. And, like, a bunch of people have said, like, screw you. So, yeah. but still, it's stupid. But, like, is this movie not, like, the anti-Republican movie of the century? Like, dude cross-dressing as a lady to get custody of his or to get custody of his kids or see his kids and then he's yeah. a children's also he was very mad that they had smoking in the cartoon at the beginning of the movie but impersonating another person to see your kids and to live a lie was totally cool like I'm fine yeah, if, he, like, if he inside was a 65 year old lady then be a 65-year-old lady. That's cool. You do you. But he clearly wasn't. He was just doing it as a manipulation tactic. So he's like, this is wrong, teaching your children to smoke. But then he's like, but it's totally cool to live a double life as a weird English nanny. It's, uh, <laughs> it's method acting, just like Jared Leto. That's right. Right. <laughs> Traumatizing though. If I was watching this show and I absolutely love what's the, what's the first name? Unigena. Oh, it's like uh, it's something really yeah. crazy. That sounds right. Fire. Like if I'm watching this show and I think it's a sweet sixty-five-year-old woman, you know, Robin Williams. Wouldn't that traumatize you as a child? To know that your yeah. beloved Mrs. Doubtfire is actually a man. Yeah, and like, yeah, not even like a, I don't know if that makes any difference, but I'm like, not even like an old man, like, like a, just a middle-aged dude who's yeah. this old lady. Yeah, I think that's very traumatizing if you would see that, like as a kid, and then you're like, what the hell is happening? Yeah, I feel like because at some point you're going to find out. And I feel like that just shattered. Um. Also, by the way, in Japan, the movie was called Mrs. Doubt, which kind of <laughs> makes it sound more insidious. Mrs. I was trying Doubt. to find the name, but it's not, it's not listed anywhere on IMDb. But yeah, it was called Mrs. Doubt. That sounds creepy and weirder. It does. But going back to the scene, yeah, Dana points, and I just, I don't know how he explains his, his job to anybody. I Yeah, none of it, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know how they would make that show. Yeah. Apparently 1992 was a more tolerant and... <laughs> utopian world than today where you could have a transvestite old lady man teaching children about dinosaurs and manners 
Whereas today, that would be like, he would literally be like the devil incarnate to Fox News. So, yeah. I guess 1993, I have to say, thanks, Bill Clinton. You really made <laughs> Utopia. And then it all got ruined. Sorry, Dang. buddy. You, had, you did it. Bill Clinton is the only reason Mrs. Doubtfire could happen. Yeah. But that was before Bill Clinton became Bill Clinton. That was the thing. So. Wait, wasn't he president then? He was president, but Monica. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was that was well before the whole scandal. But you know. Yeah. They knew. You know, they knew he was on his way. <laughs> then he's like, I'm gonna be an old lady. It's just doesn't. Wouldn't it be great if he milses doubtfires the White House and just shows up as like the White House's housekeeper? And I'm surprised they didn't keep going. You know how like all those Medea movies, like Medea goes to jail, Medea goes. I'm surprised Mrs. Yeah. Doubtfire just didn't become. If it was made today, they would have blown it up. Oh yeah, for sure. There would have been a bunch of them. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, that's the other thing. Like. No one was suspicious when Mrs. Doubtfire was playing soccer, like hardcore. I mean, it wasn't Medea <laughs> level, like doing a fucking bicycle kick or anything. But he was definitely like pretty, like he was running and kicking and didn't really disguise any of his voice when he was yelling ever. It wasn't like, oh, it was like, yeah. And I'm like, this that's a that's a tip off. That's a tip off, guys. Uh, good stuff. Well, yeah, good movie. Yeah, I mean, I think overall, it's a, it's 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 a good movie. It's so good yeah. to watch. It was yeah. I mean, it's clearly you know it's on all the time, so you can watch it, and it's not annoying. It's just it's got a lot of problems with deceit and weird decisions about parenting and how to get custody of your children. <laughs> I don't recommend doing that to get custody of your children. I recommend get having a job and an apartment and not being a weirdo. Just be normal. <laughs> Maybe be a normal dude and not impersonate English grandmas. Scottish, whatever. Although she was supposed to be from London, actually, she was supposed to be English, right? The English, yeah. That his her accent is, uh, like, not discernible. Well, say it for us once again, Neil, for the episodes of. <laughs> it was in every trailer, and that's when he smashes his face into the cake, and like. Oh. Oh, that is the most that it was actually kind of jarring to see him do that. Like it's terrifying because he's it's like a it's like a jump scare. It's weird. That whole thing with the tea and the <laughs> the face mask falling in the tea. I, I'm like, that was oh, fucking gross. How is a social worker? And it was really confusing because she goes back to Miranda. And a woman who claims to be the sister living with Daniel, but then it's never addressed again. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. 
I, I don't understand the like, it's clearly not his sister. And I'm like, okay, that's a weird, that's a weird leap that you've taken. Like, clearly there's a woman living there that's not his sister that's a creepy old lady. And it's like, wait, you think he's shacking up with like a 65-year-old lady? Like, why? That's weird. That's even weirder, yeah. Like, that's, why would you assume that over, but then I guess Miranda, but that was before Miranda said, like, he doesn't even have a sister. You'd think yeah. Well, I don't know if that would be, yeah, the casework somewhere. Like, also, the caseworker shows up Mondays and Fridays. <laughs> Mondays and Fridays for 90 days? How many cases does she have? Is she working 24 hours a day fucking checking in? Like, or is he the one guy they got to check up on? Why wouldn't she check in like once a month? No, I'm really curious if she ever drank that English tea. <laughs> that was disgusting. When I was a kid, I was like, I don't like it. I don't like this. Like, it's gross. It's gross. Also, that cake did not have my it. <laughs> Double check, guys. That was a fucking buttercream icing. Don't even get me started. That wasn't... No one meringues a cake. That wasn't a pie. Get your shit together, Hollywood. I know my baked goods. I'm an ex-fat kid. Everybody knows. I'd just like to know why he had a full uneaten cake in his fridge for <laughs> absolutely no reason. I mean, there was no setup for that. Nope. And it seemed like his apartment was supposed to be really shitty and his food was really shitty, and yet yeah. he had a very well preserved full cake. So. And he does it so well. He smashes his face so well that none of the cake part gets in. No. It's something like a thick layer of frosting that's tricky. Really? <laughs> like. Thicker than the any icing that was on that cake. Like, so much meringue. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Okay, was, so... Yeah. Pro tip, next time, just use the mayo. It's slightly more convincing. Yeah, it's a little more believable. Ask. <laughs> All right, any final thoughts? I think the movie is still... I think it holds up less than some of the other movies we've seen, but I think it holds up. I, I, it's still funny. It still has funny moments. I think it has some nice, serious parts, even though it's real sad. Yeah, I think it holds up. Which, again, I mean, I need the storyline. This is one of the few movies I've actually seen. Um, still have times I don't know the movies. But I enjoyed watching it again. Um, it was still funny. Uh, for sure. Yeah. I don't agree with some of the stuff, but yeah. Definitely holds up. Definitely recommend. Still get a bit choked up during that last speech at the end, even though they don't include families with two dads or two moms. Um, yeah, just a good time all around. And I'm pretty sure My Two Dads was a show before that, so <laughs> they were really leaving out. I mean, that was just an F you. My Two Dads. <laughs> cool. All right. Check us out next time. Do we know who's up? Next. Oh yeah, it's mine. It's uh, Power Rangers, the movie, the original one. So uh, the it's original one. Yeah, yeah. It's it's morphin' time, guys. Oh god. <laughs> Sadly, I've watched a lot of Power Rangers. I watched a lot of the original series, not the Japanese, but yeah, the the actual American. Not the whatever. Didn't watch the actual Japanese. I watched the American one anyway. Oh god, because I heard the new one was actually pretty good. So we'll see okay. how this holds up. Yeah.
So Power Rangers, guys, check it out, because that's going to be released after this one in <laughs> however many weeks I release this episode. So they're, they're waiting just for their podcast feed to update. They're titillated. <laughs> they're literally refreshing yeah. for hours a day. Update now. <laughs> yep. And by the way, I haven't said it because it just came out. Castlevania. Damn. Good show, guys. Recommend. It's going to go on TVE Picks. Watch it. Netflix. The best channel. So I'm going to get, we're going to get on Netflix. We're going to have a show on Netflix, guys. Right in. Start an email campaign. <laughs> Never going to happen. All right. I'm going to stop effing around. Censored in right at the end. I'm Neil. Jose and Shelly. Any final thoughts? Take care and good luck. There we good go. Luck. Good luck watching this movie. All right. Signing off. Good seeing you guys. Keep checking us out. Tell your friends. YouTube. At TV Pod on Twitter. And uh, com. And then the SoundCloud is a really long thing. Just Google that. Just and the Instagram. That. Don't forget that. And Instagram at TV Pod. Uh, and something else. I did something else with it recently. So just like Google that, you'll find it. And uh, spread the word. We enjoy hanging out with y'all. Later. Thanks for joining us. Tune in next time, folks, to hear more comedy hijinks and movie commentary. If you like the show, rate us or review us on iTunes, Google Play, wherever podcasts are found and downloaded, your favorite aggregator and whatnot. It really helps us get the word out about the podcast and helps other people find it that might enjoy us. You can like us on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash two black eyes podcast. Or follow us on Twitter at TBE pod. That's right. It's at TBE pod. That's it for today. Thanks for joining us again. If we missed anything, shoot us a message on Facebook or Twitter or email at two black eyes podcast at gmail.com. Look forward to hearing from you. And uh, as always, enjoy.